finish? What you started? Oh no, please don't. When people think of me, they think badass Dark Lord of the Sith. Like, hey man, let's do a good job. Vader's watching. He may choke us with his mind. But you? You're just a bitch kid. With very distinct Jewish features. Oh, come on. These are stormtroopers. Well, don't judge them. They can't help it. They're ingrained to not take kindly to people who look like you. I still can't believe my beautiful daughter. Well, she was beautiful back then, anyway. The one and only Han Solo I will ever recognize came together and created you. I'm not so sure Leia wasn't a whore who hooked up with her Jewish accountant. Go on, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Knights of the Ren, you're not even a Sith. You're lucky to the sky. Just stop. I'm literally rolling in my grave. Damn this Jedi ghost thing. I'm much happier dead and making sweet love to Padme. Oh, I'm so sad. Even in death. Nerd talk. Dork talk. Real talk. The coolest podcast ever. The Kenny Ho Show. It's showtime. Life is short, so while we're here, let's nerd out. Hey, hey, what up? It's all Kenny here with you. How are you? Hope all is well. What have you been up to? Some work? Vacation, maybe? Maybe a staycation? Are you the type of person who likes vacationing, traveling around the world? Or are you more like me, a staycationer? You know, I think it's part, partly personality, but also partly jobs, whatever job I'm at, right? Because over the years, I've managed to build a resume full of jobs where I require laying down in fetal position at the end of the night and cry. And after about 45 minutes of crying, I crawl over to my bed, roll myself up into a ball, and then cry myself to sleep. So when it comes to time off, I could either spend my hard-earned cash on, you know, going to Disneyland by myself, because my friends travel to exotic locations with their baby girls, and of course, I am chronically single. Like, uh, put yourself in my shoes. Imagine showing up to Disneyland... Waiting in line to get inside the haunted mansion with them Mickey ears while pouting. Because life is sad. And then you realize this line is going to run you an hour. The pout grows. And then you realize this line is full of noisy ass kids. And you're going to have to tolerate them for the duration. At that point, would you not reach for your goofy pistol and put it to your temple? Or, you do it the old-fashioned way, and put it in your mouth. So staycationing works for me, because it's free. I get to lay in bed all day and night and cry and wonder what life would be like if I just stuck with acting. Maybe I would have had a 
full resume of hot model chicks that I gave the hibbity-dibbity-doo to. Where's my goofy pistol? Wait a minute. Not in therapy right now. I don't even have a long coach. They cost more than what I make in a month. God damn poverty line. Oh, well, while I'm at it, do you remember the last episode of The Kenny Ho Show where I talked about Gary Marshall and what he meant to me and, you know, how I used to take cues from him, but, you know, that's a long-forgotten Kenny. I talked about bringing him back, you know, be more like him, to honor him. Do you remember that? I mean, you tuned out before that happened. The 20-minute show. What else are you doing? Oh, the girlfriend? Well, that's fair. I can't hold that against you. I mean, you could... Yeah, I was going to say you could just, you know, have me on in the background, but... Come to think about it. You know what? That might be weird. Moving forward, you might associate my voice with, you know, the old uh, horizontal polka. That's just weird for everybody involved. If you don't have time for the old Kenny Ho show, that's fine. I mean, I'm sure you could live with the fact that you're basically putting goof troop bullets in my goofy pistol. But that's okay. Don't worry about it. But just in case you don't know what I'm talking about, long story short, I want to apply more of Gary Marshall's ways into my own life. You know, be nicer, more forgiving, minimize conflict. And I really have been trying. It's one of the few things that I say I'm going to do that I'm actually actively trying to do. But you know what? I don't know if you've experienced this, but have you ever tried to make changes to your life? You know, be a better person, but the second you try that, something throws you. Like, I'm constantly running into people who either give me a hard time or just rub me the wrong way. I want to be kinder. I'm trying to be nicer. I'm trying to be more tolerant here. And I'm doing my best to bite my tongue and hold back my rage. But I'm this close to going, Kenny Smash! But I'll keep trying. Because as my buddy Joe says, trying is half the battle. But I was thinking before the show... You know, Gary Marshall was a kind man who wasn't big on judging. He was really nice. I'm like, no judging? That's, that's, I don't know how well that's going to work out for the old Kenny Ho Show here. In fact, actually, you should let me know. You should give me a tweet at the Kenny Ho Show after you listen to this, because I came up with the demo of what a kinder, gentler Kenny Ho Show would sound like. Music, please. Oh, wait a minute. I don't, I don't have a, a board guy that's... You know, I just wanted to big time for a second there. I'll just play the music. Hello, and welcome to the Kenny Ho Show. I'm Kenny Ho, former Hannah Montana actress and pop sensation Miley Cyrus is in the news. Miley Cyrus was caught wagging her tongue while flashing her... Brusticles at a group of impressionable young people at the Teen Choice Awards. She could also be heard saying, quote, Come on, Boom Boom Club, I need the work. End quote. Hmm, very interesting. Taylor Swift and Tom Heidelson have split up after it turns out that Heidelson was only into a short haired Taylor Swift because she reminded him of what he's truly into. Men, apparently. Swift has already swiftly moved on from him and into the arms of another man, dating Captain America actor Hugo Weaving, the Red Skull. Hmm, she's a lovely young woman, 
and he can love whoever he loves. Finally, Lucasfilm announces that along with a new Han Solo, there will also be a new Luke Skywalker, Leia Organa, Chewbacca, and Yoda. The Yoda spin-off movie will star a young Yoda before his muscular degenerative disease took his size and strength, and will require an actor who is at least six foot three with a muscular build to play. Disney sees this as a brand new tentpole and will be releasing a spin-off movie featuring the Jedi Master every other year. Hmm. Well, these stories are straightforward and entertaining and could not be spiced up in any way, shape, or form. Would you not agree? Well, that's the Kenny Ho Show for this week. I'm Kenny Ho. Lindsay Fonseca, let us not harass you. Thank you and good night. Miley was doing what? Swifty dated who? They're doing what with Yoda? OMG, this feels so weird. It's like trying to keep a straight face when a puppy does something adorable. Or when a woman talks to you about being treated like a lady, but you know she's dating some playboy douchebag who's abusive to her, and you've seen her Instagram And it seems like just about every Friday, some random dude is doing shots off of her. (sighs) Yep, gonna explode. Hold up, Kenny. Don't do it. Kind of gentler, Kenny. Don't do it. Ah, Miley, put your top on. Grow out your hair. You look stupid. Swifty, if you're gonna date someone from Captain America... Don't let it be Agent Smith. And I hate Disney for recasting Han. And I swear if they were ever to get a new Luke or Leia, I would start up a rival company featuring a cat for a mascot so I could say that I'm gonna take down the mouse. Oh, brilliant. <sighs> Much better. Yeah, I don't think I could be non-judgmental. Nice as I... But my show needs some spice. The Kenny Ho Show episode 80 will cover Star Wars Galaxy in Turmoil is in turmoil? The Flashpoint will be gone in a flash? Felicity is taking a page from Taylor Swift? Well, find out next. It's showtime. Let's go. Star Wars Galaxy in Turmoil was going to be a free Battlefront game. You know, closer to the original two and less of this cash-in multiplayer nonsense that that is the new Battlefront. But thing is, this game was going to be created by a team that's not associated with either Lucasfilm or EA, who has the exclusive worldwide rights to making Star Wars games. Not universal rights. So if some dude on Gorgon 6 wanted to make a Star Wars game, it could happen... Yeah, it's a pretty soft joke. I'll work on it. But these cats have front wire. I think they're like a Russian developer. Like, what what were they thinking? This has to be a PR move, right? There's no way that anybody would ever think that EA and Disney were just going to sit back and let someone make a game without their permission. Like, even though the game was going to be free, I'm I'm assuming people were going to make money off of it. It's going to be distributed by Steam. I'm assuming through advertisement or something, they're going to make money. Somehow these front wire guys are going to make money. And where there's money, 
EA is not too far away. Come on, this is a company who would screw over their most loyal of players just to make a couple bucks. Do you think for a second they would let millions of players play a game for free? After they paid out of the wazoo, I'm sure, for exclusive rights to make these types of games? There's no freaking way. So to the surprise of nobody, at least I hope nobody, EA has forced these guys to shut her down. Like these Frontwire guys, they... They're either completely oblivious to copyright laws or live in a magical world where everybody gets along and wants what's best for the fans. As I said, I think they're Russian, so I don't know, maybe the Russian stereotype holds up and these guys were just like drunk all day or day. Or as I said, had to be a public relations play, right? Like these guys had to be in like, you know, when they, I don't know if they're a new startup or whatever. They must have had a meeting where they're like, well, how do we do this? How do we make a name for ourselves? Do we, you know, come up with an original IP and hope it's great and people will really take to it and we'll be famous down the line? Or in other words, work really hard and pave our own way. Or do we Kim K this thing and take a back door to fame? Is add things up, it had to be the latter. Like, I'm not judging them, don't get me wrong. Like, I am the living testament where hard work doesn't really get you anywhere. These past few years, I've definitely tried the least I ever have in my life. And I've gotten, I mean, not very far, but probably further than I ever have. So, I don't know. Kids, never mind hard work. In fact, learn from these guys. Because I am. Like, I'm totally sitting here right now thinking, Alright, how do I piggyback off somebody else's success and turn it into my own? Well, it's... I'm thinking I gotta start a podcast about the Kardashians. Where half the time... I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I don't even make any sense. But I'm gonna play some clips from their show, recap their crap, and somehow become like the next Kevin Smith. Because it is show business, after all. And in show business, you fail upwards. The Flash gone dumb mess things up by going back in time and saving his mother. Putting in motion the Flashpoint Paradox. Now, I think most of us fans have been wondering, how far will the effects of the Flashpoint Paradox reach? Will it affect the other shows? The answer is, yeah, but not a whole lot. They're saying a couple characters here and there will be affected, but most of it will be contained in the Flash, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but whatever. You know, what did I say? Failing upwards is a thing. And the other question that I know I've had, and I'm sure... If you're a fan of the show, you've probably had this too. And that is, will the Flashpoint Paradox completely change the show forever? Or are they just going to turn right around, you know, build up the hype, come in, have it be different, and then fix it lickety-split, you know? And from what it sounds like, it's going to lie somewhere in between those. Neither left nor right, neither one way or another, just somewhere in between... The old-fashioned no-man's land. Or, as I said, I'm trying to be more positive, so I'll look at it more like how I would sell it to women when I'm convincing them to date me. Saying, oh, hello there, pretty girl. I may not be a David Beckham, you know, uh, physically or financially, but I'm not exactly horribly unattractive either, and I can't afford to buy you dinner. No, not the steak. Think, think more like salad. Yeah, maybe not the premium salad either, just 
You're like Caesar or what? Yeah, so it sounds like the Flash, they're going to have this Flashpoint thing be for a little bit, but not for the entire season. A series star, Grant Gustin, is that his name? Guy who plays Barry. He said, there will definitely be some permanent ramifications. Cool. That's what I wanted to hear. Now, hopefully, because if it were up to me, I would go as much as eight to ten episodes. But then again, that's more like if they really affected this verse. So it'd be really interesting across the board. So probably realistically, it'll be less than that. But hopefully not too quick. Like hopefully they don't do a three episode quick fix. Give me at least five episodes. Because like on Supernatural, I don't know if you're a fan of that show, but there was the Deanman angle where they turned Dean into a demon. And that, to me, was the greatest thing to happen on the show. It was the best possible cliffhanger ever. A real game changer. Like, you could take the show in an entirely different direction from there. Or at least go one season or half a season or something substantial instead of fixing it, doing a quick fix in, like, three episodes. Like, Flashpoint is the equivalent of the Deanman angle. It's huge. You can change everything. Fix crap you shouldn't have done in the first place. And make the show way more interesting. So please, please, just play it out. Have some fun. Arrow's on its way out. We need you to be good. She goes on too many dates. But she can make them stay. Nope, it's not T-Swift. Rather, baby girl Felicity Smoke. It's going to be dating a new dude in season five. More than dating. Sounds like she's getting a new boyfriend. Balls, it seems like everybody's dating her but me. New boyfriend. Huh. You know what? I've changed my mind. Just kill her off. Take her off the show. I mean, like half, at least half your fan base wants that anyway. I'm at the end of the rope here. I'm sick and tired of seeing my fantasy ex getting defiled by one dude after the next. And probably more importantly, just for balance and, well, I don't know, interest in the show, the problem with Team Arrow is most of these cats, they're not really necessary pieces of the puzzle if they're not connected to Ollie and the Green Arrow. Like, let's put it this way. Let's, let's, let's say we spin them all off into their own show. I think that's a good barometer of you know, how, how interesting these characters are. Let's do a Diggle show. They made a show about my boy Dig. I would never watch it. His whisper voice is cool in small doses, but an hour of this, I'd have to start watching the show with headphones on. Baby Girl Felicity, if they had a show, an hour show, that wasn't a total freaking sitcom, and it was like a serious, you know, girl power type of feminist show, Felicity, CEO of Palmer Tech, dealing with all the challenges that comes with the corporate world, there's no freaking way I would watch it. Speedy, maybe if they went with a different actress. Is Willa Holland girl? Eh, doesn't really do it for me. She's kind of whiny and... Eh. Arsenal. That, now, now, there's a show I'd watch. But what I'm trying to say is, you have all these supporting characters that in the first couple of seasons were really interesting to watch because they were all there to support Ollie, Green Arrow. But as they evolve and... I don't know, they need more filler or something. And they're getting their own story arcs. And that's independent of Ollie's. I don't really care. Like, back in the day, you had small doses of each of these characters. It was mainly about Ollie. And it worked. You wanted more of these people. You know, Felicity's so adorable. You know, she comes in. Couple of cool jokes. Beautiful. 
and with minimum screen time, she stole my heart. But as they become bigger parts in the show, and the whole Green Arrow, remember, this is a superhero show, not a goddamn soap opera at the end of the day. When you move away from it being, a, you know, basically Christopher Nolan Batman on TV, and more the typical CW BS, that's why you're losing audience. Like Emily Bett Rickards, Canadian actress, I got respect for her, but as far as I can tell, she's not exactly the greatest dramatic, serious actress in the world. You know, the first couple seasons, she was there, fun girl, jokes, inappropriate, all that worked. But now, you know, she's got all these dramatic scenes, she's crying a lot, and it just opens up her weaknesses. That's not her strength. Have less of that. And honestly, if you're going in this direction, just have less of her. Because unless this new boyfriend is, you know, that last douchebag that pushes her over the edge and makes her reevaluate what her mother told her since she was a little girl... You know, that that you marry the good guys and she realizes Ollie is that good guy and not me, bloody hell. I prefer if they didn't do this at all. Just write her off. If she's there just so there's drama on the show. I don't care for drama. I want a badass, action-packed superhero show. Save your drama bullcrap for like Vampire Diaries or something. On a show about Green Arrow, I want to see the Green Arrow. Well, since it's episode 80 and I missed a show last week, it's a milestone, but it's 10 more episodes, right? 20 to 100. But don't get excited. I'm not planning anything exciting for that show. I might personally have a cake. Oh, maybe that's what I'll do. I'll I'll record while eating cake. And you can hear me cry in the background a little bit. All right, back to the point. Here's some bonus points, mostly because I missed out last week. NBC is doing a Taken TV series. Taken, you know, the movie starring Liam Neeson. Yes, I asked the same question. Why? Like three movies seem sufficient to tell that story. And three movies of having your family get taken is about as far as I'm willing to extend my suspension of disbelief. Like it happens once. Oh, okay. You know, it could happen to anyone, really. Twice. Like, all right, dude, uh, you should probably change the way you lead your life. I don't know, you're pissing people off. Or at least be more careful if you're not going to do that. Hire a driver, hire some bodyguards. Three times, you're just messing around at that point. Like, I suggest to you, because it is a movie, I'm assuming there's a happy ending. When you get your family back, you move into obscurity. You know, Little House on the Prairie? After three abductions, that needs to be your life. I have a certain set of skills. They better be milking cows and such, because now you'll be Amish, son. No iPhones or Facebook or Google check-ins. Give people no way to find and take your family from you. The Division, an Ubisoft game, is becoming a movie. They've cast Jake Gyllenhaal. Wait a minute. That sounds familiar. Ubisoft movie Gyllenhaal. Ah, yes. The Prince of America. Huh. That wasn't very good now, was it? Pass! Batman Arkham Knight Game of the Year Edition is coming out. And if you weren't a sucker, like me, who bought the game at release and the freaking season pass, which cost 50 bucks but was worth about 10 bucks tops, you should pick this up because it's a great game. Not everybody loved it, but not everybody loves me, so clearly you can't go by people. And whatever, it'll probably be like $69.99, $79.99. You'll still get it for less than what most people paid for the whole package originally. 
Which to me really was what left a bad taste in my mouth. How bloody expensive it was. And finally, Suicide Squad. That comes out, I think, tomorrow. Wait, I shouldn't say stuff like this because then I'd force myself to have to get this up tonight. It comes out this week, but critics have reviewed it. And the verdict is in. It stinks. All right, that's it. That's the latest, newest episode of the Kenny Ho Show. Thank you for listening. And hopefully you listen from beginning to end so we wouldn't have another Gary Marshall fiasco. I suspect you will hear from me next week as we set out for yet another nerdy adventure. No, not Pokemon Go. I have no interest in walking into a ditch. But until next time, I'm Kenny Ho and you've listened to the Kenny Ho Show. Lindsay Fonseca, I hope you're listening and I hope you're impressed. Toodles! Toodles!